Why can't I? I don't, know what I don't know what to say anymore. Now, okay, we're, we're, my, 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 uh, my name. I know my name. My name is Ashanti Branch. Why am I having such a hard time? This is this is hilarious. I, I don't know what's going on. It, maybe it's because it's so hot here and so cold there that we're feeling different temperatures here, you know? That, All right. We're going to try it That's now. to break the ice, to break the ice. That's probably break, break the ice. Here we go. All right. Absolutely. See, there you go. If, if I'm going to mess up and I'm the host, you're going to do perfect because... You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today's guest is Luis Heredia. <laughs> I said it wrong again already in the intro. Luis Gustavo Heredia Vasquez. Oh, man. Um, he and I had a really fun time trying to me get that right. And so I could say it all together uh, really cleanly. So Luis Gustavo Heredia Vasquez. We call him Gustavo in the conversation. Uh, Luis and I met when he was a participant during his gap year in a program called LALA, the Latin American Leadership Academy. Uh, I met the Latin American Leadership Academy through a man who I supported in Brazil to run the Taking Off the Mask activity with a group of young people. If you remember episode number one of the Taking Off the Mask podcast, that was Breno. Breno is from Brazil. Breno's mentor, <laughs> getting exciting for you. Breno's mentor is the man who now works for Lala. And so this is a full circle experience that after 50 plus episodes, um, people are recommending others and are connecting us to other people around the world. Uh, Gustavo is from Peru, Peru. Uh, I've had the opportunity to go to Peru before. Uh, I have not yet interviewed anyone from Peru. So Gustavo is our first guest from the country of Peru. Uh, so excited to be in conversation with him. You know, as I continue to um, improve my Spanish, uh, we did this interview fully in English, um, but I, I wanted to do it in Spanish so bad. There were so many times I wanted to just burst out some Spanish uh, in this conversation. Uh, but I'm excited to um, connect with him in a deeper way. And I think what you're going to see in these conversations is the opportunity for people all over the world to recognize that we're not alone. Definitely for men in these conversations that we're talking about masks, that we have very similar masks, even though we come from so many different places. When you hear Luis's mask on the front and my mask on the front, we both talk about fear. I mean, he talks about a fear of failure, which is usually what my front of the mask, the back of the mask says. And this time I just wrote fear. And I was glad to be able to share with him that I also have a fear of failure, that big goals and big dreams that I have. Sometimes I wonder about them and I worry about them. And I think that this conversation was really beautiful for me in the sense that um, as we continue to meet people around the world who are willing to participate in this million mask movement, who are willing to take off their masks, I think we can find a way to be able to listen to each other better, understand each other a little bit more, and recognize that there's so much more to any of us than anyone can see from the outside. Um, I was gonna tell you a story about um, collecting masks in Colombia, um, but I think that uh, I'm gonna tell that story really soon. I think that one of the things that we have seen when I have gone to different places to make masks is that um, in the beginning, um, 
maybe before you even thought about what we're going to do, some people are wondering what is happening behind each other's masks. We're wondering if people are more real than what we can see on the outside. And sometimes we miss that deep connection because we get stuck about what our eyes can see. Um, when I had the opportunity to go to um, Bogota, Colombia for that wedding, um, my friend's sister-in-law, she was in high school and she said, "You can you come to my school and present? I'm like, yeah, I would love to. One of the things I learned when I went to Bogota, Colombia for that wedding and I had the opportunity to present at a school there, um, I always kind of carry materials with me anywhere I go. Uh, but these students, uh, I got the opportunity to present in Spanish. Um, and in that workshop, we realized that no matter where I am around the world, whether I'm in with people from Peru, from Brazil, Mexico, Latin America, Australia, India, Nepal, and as you continue to meet more guests that are going to be coming from different parts of the world, I think you're going to be aware that it's similar. It's similar things that we go through, but we oftentimes don't talk about. We see what the news says about people over there, and we think that they may have it all figured out. And sometimes we realize that maybe they're just like us, humans trying to have a, a good life, trying to do amazing things in the world, trying to support their families, and sometimes not knowing how. Sometimes having the fear of failure that sometimes paralyzes us. So thank you for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know anyone who can benefit from this conversation today, uh, wherever in the world they may be, if you know somebody in another part of the world who you think we should talk to, now I only speak English and Spanish, so it can't be outside of those two languages, but uh, at least for now, maybe we can find a way to invite them to be a part of this conversation. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm so glad you joined us. Today's guest is Gustavo Herida. No, Heredia. Heredia. See, I did it already messed up. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay. Reset, reset. Heredia, Heredia. See? Heredia. Got it. <laughs> 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 I practiced like 18 times. I don't know how I still got it wrong. Yeah, that, that actually happens. Heredia. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm, too, I'm, I'm smiling too much. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say that. <laughs> I can't start. Oh my God. I practiced so many times and now I'm like, well, how do I say Heredia? Heredia. I, I got it. That, that's that's the one. Tal vez Heredia. me voy a decir todo en español. Tal vez me voy a sentir mejor. Yeah, quién sabe. Okay. <laughs> Sale mejor en español. Ah, qué bien. Heredia. Gustavo Heredia. Mire, bienvenidos a todos. Soy Ashanti Branch. Uh, they, the people be like, what are you talking about? What's happening? All right, I got it now. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Take take three. Take three. Yeah. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today's guest is Gustavo Heredia. I listen. I practiced his name several times. I like. I love Spanish. I speak Spanish, and I was having a hard time. And I get uh, Gustavo. I'm sorry about messing your name up in the beginning. Thank you for being on the show. 
Absolutely, Ashanti. After so many tries, you have finally said my name correctly. So, here I am. I'm Luis Heredia, or you can call me Gustavo Heredia, and I'm from Peru. I'm 18 years old. Basically, right now, I am kind of gap year student. And I, this year, I will be applying to university. Awesome. Now, are you right now in Peru right now as we speak? Yeah, I'm through. I mean, it's Excellent. kind of cold over here. Tell me, tell me about it. What, what, what is Peru like right now? What is the temperature like? What is it? Tell me what. How cold is it? Um, I, I wouldn't be able to say exactly because it's like different kind of temperatures in Peru. Uh. But at least in my kind of city, which is Chiclayo, it's cold. But it changes. Sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's warm. According well. Leads by the night, it's cold. And what time is it right now? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And you said Chitlayo. Chitlayo? Yeah, that's the name, Chitlayo. Chitlayo. It's my city. Well, I, I haven't been there. I hope to go there one day. I actually was in Cusco and Lima in, I forgot what year, 2000, maybe 12 or 13. I don't know. But I, I had a great time. Um, and I got to go to Machu Picchu um, and just a, a marvelous experience. So um, how close are you or far from you? Are you from Lima or Cusco? I don't know. I would say like 10 hours. Well, oh. basically, I didn't go to <laughs> neither to Machu Picchu nor Lima. So I don't know those places, but I would like to. Awesome. Well, look, I look forward to going to where you are one of these days. I like to see other places besides the most touristy places, you know? Absolutely. Well, Luis, Gustavo, we had the opportunity to meet when you were participating in a leadership conference called LALA, right? Absolutely, yeah. Can LALA you... stands for Latin American Leadership Academy. Latin American Leadership Academy. And how did they find you? How did Lala find you or how did you find Lala? Yeah, well, basically what's a kind of experience that I have during high school, one of my friends participating in that program. And well, basically she said, yeah, Lala is kind of a family. You're going to find people who want to change the world over there. And they are like, yeah, they are so lovely that they want to make many things. And also they are so supportive. And I said, wow, I want to have that, that experience as well. So I applied to that leadership bootcamp, which lasts like for seven days. Um, well, basically I apply, I wrote some essays, I made a video, and then I got in. And it was like, the starting point of a kind of self-discovery and self-awareness. Yeah, and that's one of the most beautiful experiences that I have. And actually, that was the time when I met you. Yeah. Now, I like the way you talked about that, self-awareness, self-discovery. And what happens after those seven days, after the, the boot camp? Yeah. Well, Lala says that this, the, the kind of boot camps that we have are just the beginning and actually that's true right because after that boot camp i started to get involved more about with the community i started to join some big clubs at least for me i joined a big club regarding college application and i'm <laughs> with that 
And also one thing that is that Ayala is working on is in kind of internships. So I have started the kind of my internship with Enseña Peru and I'm making a kind of leadership program designed for adolescents. So it's kind of amazing for me. And also kind of challenge that I that I have right now. And that's why I'm kind of busy these days because it's like deciding all the kind of sessions and, and many things that I have to do. That's really exciting, man. Uh, so you went through this boot camp, you then get the support, and now you're creating another program in Peru for young people, adolescents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for okay. one organization called Enseña Peru. Enseña Peru. Awesome, man. Well, I'm super excited. Um, thank you for being willing to be on this conversation. You know, you're our first guest from Peru. So I'm super excited about that. And um, I think that what we want to be able to help young people all over, young people and adults all over the world in these conversations is um, as we talk about these masks, as we recognize that boys and men all over the world are recognizing that we get forced to wear certain masks some we choose for ourselves but some we're told to wear and how do we find a way to like talk about those masks you know how do we find the people in our circle in our community in our in our friend group where we don't have to wear them where we can be ourselves and everything is is good and they they support us they don't try and change us or fix us but they just Ask us, what do we need? What do we want? How can they support? That's what we're trying to do in this work. So I'm excited that you are thinking about other adolescent, other, other youth your age or younger who you can support and create something for them, you know? Yeah. Well, first of all, before getting to another, well, into the kind of mass, I would like to thank you for being in Lala because that was one of the experiences that I have. Like, yeah, I started to think more about myself and all the masks that I that I used to have, and also like uh, making. Well, it made me more aware of what I have to do and also the things that I have been carrying on so far. So it was like a uh, time for self awareness and self discovery. Oh man. Well, I'm glad I got to be a part of that experience with you all as well. Um, I am. Uh, I'm glad that we get to have this conversation today, and hopefully, that even in, as we as you continue moving forward with Enseña Peru, that maybe there are ways that you know you can use this work in the work you're doing with adolescents there. I think I think the masks are relative to all communities and and places we've found right that the people on that call were from all over Latin America, but they could identify with similarities, even though maybe on the outside, we look different, you know? That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I just wanted to like give people a, a background, a little quick note story about you, but now we get to make the mask. Cause you know, most of this conversation is really about the mask. It's not, it's not a really an interview, but I wanted, I think that the work you're doing is so awesome. And the work that Lala is doing is so amazing that, I wanted to make sure we talked about that first. So um, thank you for answering a few of those questions. Sure. Now, as our guest, we get to decide, you get to decide if you go first or if I go first. And so as the guest, who would you like to go first? And we'll start with the front and we'll both share the front and then we'll go to the back and we'll we'll go from there. 
I can go first. That's you want to go first? Okay. Fine for me. Okay. Yeah, well, basically, I don't know whether you see my mask. It's kind of blurry here. But anyway, yeah. this is my mask. And different, like, the three qualities that I actually show people. It says, like, being hardworking. That's the first one. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I think that's the most common one between people. Because, like, I know, sometimes being hardworking can make you, like, be the same. Like, like you are doing many things, right? Yeah. But I do this. I kind of had working since I have been in high school, <laughs> working for all the kind of things that I have to do in terms of my grades, in terms of yeah. my kind of assignments, and all those kind of things. And that's positive sometimes, right? right. I mean, if like it is in the front, it it it's like yeah, just people see like the results, the outcomes. Of being hardworking, sometimes they don't see what's behind, and that's like what, like, mm, like the bad, like failure sometimes, like the bad things, like sometimes of anxiety. But yeah, that's one thing about being hardworking. And um, well, right now I'm being hardworking as well. Like the last two years since I took my gap years. So it has been like a busy time for me being hardworking. That was the first one. The second one is being funny. Uh, yeah, being funny is like whatever mm. I go, I actually like to make some kind of jokes. Like I don't, I don't really like to be serious because I think like working in a serious way. Like I mean. <laughs> I mean, I can be serious sometimes while working when I have like so when I have some tasks defined or set up, but also there has to be time to smile, to make jokes, to live the moment. Mm. So that's one thing that I love. And well, the third thing is about being caring. I actually like to care about people, and and that's why. I started my social project related to education. Like it was time for me to give back, to give back because at school I started to learn at least a little about English. <laughs> and mm. to be real, in Latin America it's kind of difficult to have many opportunities if you don't know another language. Like for yeah. example, if you want to apply to some kind of scholarships, programs, yeah. or any one of the things you have to know at least English so I started to teach I, I mean my, my English is not perfect right but at least I try to teach um, well and actually my project started of that way and then I started to call volunteers uh, you know adding more subjects like mathematics biology dance like academic yeah. but also artistic parts and finally, like this year, I started to to make a kind of leadership program as well of one, like, yeah, one to two moms. And I made a kind of dynamic about the masks as well. So, yeah, yeah, the ones that that is on your web, on your okay, website. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really useful, by the way. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you made masks with the people in that in that in that activity that you did yeah yeah awesome it was in second day how did it go 
Yeah, it was amazing. Although I didn't have like the opportunity to see all all of them, all yeah. of what they wrote because it was kind of personal. But yeah. some of them were brave enough to show to show me what they right. have written. It did they do amazing. it? They, they did and it on I, pieces of paper like this, or they did it on the computer? No, 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 in the computer. In the computer, awesome, yeah. awesome. But then they are able to download a kind of image. Yeah. So they share by WhatsApp them. Oh, that's so exciting! Well, I I can show you. I mean, after this is all over, I'll show you how you can see them. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that was like the three things that I that I let people see about me. Yes, summing up like being hardworking, funny, and caring. So do okay. they have to go to the back? Well, no, I'll, I'll go front first, and yeah. then you can go to the back. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I I was actually pretty... Okay, you, you, just, just here we go. All right, so I'm going to show you mine. <laughs> That's the mask. That's yeah. the front. And here, here are the words. Funny, serious, and hardworking. Oh, it's kind of similar, right? <laughs> yeah, very. Two out of three. Two out of three. I was like, well, what are you reading? I was trying to figure out how you how you got those. That was so, yeah. So funny and hardworking, I'll, I'll say the same. And um, I'll, I'll speak about the serious one. And I think, you know, sometimes in this work, like, when I'm trying to, uh, caring is one that I actually started using a lot lately. Um, I realized I, I like to show people that I'm caring too. And I think sometimes I, I would dance between what do I show more, more that I'm caring or more that I'm serious. And I'm, I try to be, <laughs> so dance between serious and caring, right? Like sometimes when you're so serious, people may not think you're caring, right? Because you're, you're trying to get things done. I kind of like have like a lot of in my mind, a lot of goals and dreams and there's so much to do in the day. And I sometimes um, uh, people say, don't take yourself so serious. And I, and I don't want to take myself so serious, but I take the work very seriously. Right. I take the this work. mentoring work. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, I don't think that I'm the smartest or the best or anything like that, but I, I do work hard to try and make sure that I accomplish what I commit to accomplishing or that I keep my word when I say I'm going to complete something. And so, yeah, so funny, hardworking and serious are the ones that, um, that seem to uh, make that, that fit the, the, the most for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, how amazing that we both had funny and hardworking on the front. That's, that's pretty awesome. Hard work paid. So, yeah, I mean it does, and I mean we we were earlier we were talking about like naps, right? And I was like, I want to have a chance to take uh, take some sometimes, right? I'm like, what would it be like just to in the middle of the day, just to lean back in my chair and just, <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I I just want to do it. I'm just like, I'm gonna go and take a nap, but and then sometimes I'm like, well, you can't do that. I mean, like here is still daytime, right? But here is like. Okay, you got stuff to do. You got meetings. You got here. You got to go there. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I think hard working does pay off, and I think sometimes even rest pays off, right? I think sometimes I don't rest enough is part of the problem. Like I, I need, yeah, I probably actually, need, 
we can find solutions as well when we are like taking naps this thing yeah how amazing that can happen right yeah and as a leader you know as a young leader as a person leading in your community imagine if we could begin to help people see that rest is important right that rest is valuable that not just working hard all the time and never resting that's not the way to like you got to have a balance you know the balance between the the the, the hard work and the rest you know a balanced life yeah that's it there it is all right well thank you for the front now are you ready to move to the back sure okay all right here we go <laughs> yeah so I will start. <laughs> First of all, over here is Anshiti. I guess I'm pronouncing this word correctly. I'm not sure. Oh, unsure. <laughs> oh, un no. let me see. Let me see. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this word correctly because I don't remember this word. Oh, okay. Like Anshiti. Uh, oh, oh, is it? Let me. Can I see it? Can I see it? Yeah. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I oh, guess well, you no, you're good. You're good. You see. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. That yeah. word, I forgot it. Yeah. <sighs> well, sometimes that happens on a bubble like this year because, like, for example, last year I was so pressured to be in university yeah. and I didn't know what to do. So I started to look for opportunities. I started to realize that, well, there was another possibility not to study just in my country, but to study abroad. Mm. And that's when my adventure also starts, you know, like applying abroad. But I didn't know so much about kind of the process. I applied just to one university and I was reacted. And that kind of reaction actually it's kind of hard you know and also there is a, <laughs> i i have troubles pronouncing that word but you know what i'm talking about <laughs> anxiety we, we, yeah anxiety. anxiety yeah there you yeah. go yeah yeah because this year i will apply again but i don't know what the result is going to be so it's kind of uh, I don't know, it drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the peculiar things that are happening right now. And also, like, not being sure about how the future is going to look like. Yeah. And I trying also to figure, to figure out what I want to study. <laughs> right. Like, I, I mean, I love education, right? It's one of the yeah. things that I'm doing so far. And also, I like policies, but also we like to get involved with kind of business. <laughs> so I'm trying to make kind of connection and finally find out a kind of solution. No? Yeah, but reality is that one day I would like to be a social entrepreneur. <laughs> mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, that's the one about anxiety. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so and what else oh the second thing is being lazy sometimes i'm lazy 
although I'm hardworking, yeah. as I told you, sometimes I procrastinate. Yeah. And I say procrastinate, I intend to be lazy, and I just start to watch so many net, so many movies on Netflix. <laughs> and well, I forget all the things that I have to do, and then when the time comes, I realize that I have that I have lost much of my time and I start to worry about myself at those times. So that happens. But I don't know. But finally, I deal with all those things and everything is fine. I'm kind of lazy but responsible. I don't know how how it works. You you work you work good under pressure? Yeah, that happens. If I have like big lies or if my boss or a teacher tells me that I have to do uh, certain kind of things with yeah. a deadline, I'm going to do it. And that's going to be perfect, although I'm lazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I wonder, I wonder if, if, if you think it's lazy, but if it's more of just you procrastinate. I mean, if you, I guess what is the definition of lazy? I measure, but let, let me let you finish. I'll let you finish. I don't want to jump in. Yeah, well, now that you're talking, I would change that word. <laughs> Let's forget the word lazy and procrastinate. That's more accurate, I would say. Procrastinate. Mm. Yeah, so that's the one. It's great. Awesome. Um, and the last one is failure. Although many people say that failure is part of the process, like yeah. you are going to learn from that, that is just um, a step forward. I, yeah, sometimes it hurts. Mm. I have like this kind of fear to fail yeah. and above <laughs> to be rejected in university because yeah. if I fail again, it's going to be like, no, I have. I have wasted my time. Um, well, basically, we I will have to stay in my country. Uh, well, mm. many things in, in general terms. I yeah. I have fear for failure. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and actually, although I have been like I have been lucky enough in the last two years to participate in different programs, and I was accepted. But anyway, I have fear to fail. Failure is part of my life. Like, yeah, it's part of anyone's life. But we can see those things with different perspectives. For some people, it's more normal than for others. But finally, I said those things and I start to think about what I have to improve. So that's like that. Yeah, that, you know, first of all, thank you. First of all, thank you for, for sharing that. And I think um, I have, I'm going to share mine and I just want to first appreciate you for, for those words. I think as we think about like all the ways that you get to like express, like, here's the things that I don't talk about much, you know, um, I want you to know that fear of failure is like my number one. And uh, and I'm going to show you the back. <laughs> it just says fear, worry, 
and sadness. sadness. Yeah. And I um normally I write fear of failure or fear of of I got several fears. Fail being failure being one of them, fear of not being good enough is another one, fear of uh like worry fear just like I put worry because it's like is it going to work out? You know, I think sometimes I try not to let the fear like stop me, but I'm often aware of like, okay, man, this is going to get hard. This is going to be, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I think in fear, sometimes things turn over into becoming fear, like all of it, but I think all of it is not, I think there's some worry in there. There's fear of like the sadness comes from like fear of maybe fear of being alone, you know, like uh, today on my way to work, I came in early for a meeting and there was a man outside and he has what's called um, Parkinson's. And I don't know what that, uh, I don't know all the details about that, um, that ailment. Um, I don't know what to call it. It's some kind of, uh, some kind of ailment um, that people get. And he has a hard time with uh, motor skills. He had a hard time walking and what I remembered was him saying, he, he was like, can you help me uh, with a, give me a plastic bag? Cause he was sleeping in the park and the sprinklers had come on and he got wet. So he had to like get up and he walks really slow. So I imagine that by the time he realized he was getting wet, by the time he was able to get himself up and walk, grab his stuff. Cause he, he has very difficult skills. And I, and I, when I think about that, I'm like, I, I, I've been thinking about him all day. I'm like, I wanted to help him, but I had to run into a meeting. So I gave him a plastic bag and I gave him a sweater just to give him some dry clothes, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I wish I could, like, see what happens in the world. No, I don't wish. I don't wish. I, I don't say it that way. Um, I see a lot of really sometimes painful and ugly things that happen in the world. And sometimes I wish that, like, I didn't feel all of it. You know, like. I wish there was a way. N- it's hard to say that because I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not sad that I feel it, but I feel heavy. I feel big. I, I, I'm a big feeler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional being. You know, and I have given myself permission to feel. And from a long part of my life where I didn't give myself permission to feel, I just shut it off. Be like, man, whatever. That ain't my business. That ain't my thing. That ain't me. That ain't my family. That ain't, I, I learned how to shut it off, right? Because I learned that that's what you need to be, to be respected as a a, a, a strong, tough man. And right, that's what I learned. I don't believe it anymore, but it's what I was, I believed for a long time. And so I would shut it down. And so now that I have learned to feel, <laughs> I've learned, <laughs> I've relearned how to feel, right? Because I think all of us are born knowing how to feel, but we, by nurturing, I think we get trained, like, don't, don't show that. Don't show that. Oh, you can show that one. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Angry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but sad, worried, fear, doubt, shame. Like, no, you don't get to show those. And I, and I think of as I've become learning more, uh, I, I gotta just have a balance between not letting it overcome me but just noticing it. Yeah, man, I felt for that man this morning. I did the best I could with what I had. I gave him some socks, some warm socks. I gave him a jacket. That's all I could do. You know, he was like, he was asking me, can I 
fold his blankets up and I was like feeling nervous and scared and it kind of like, uh, I don't know if I want to fold your blankets up. I'm like, you know, I was feeling nervous about that. Right. Like we're in a pandemic right now. I'm also like, I'm also very empathetic and I want to help. And I'm like, oh, it was one of those moments where I'm like, um, you know what? I said, listen, I got to go to my meeting. If you're here when I come out of my meeting, I'll help you. But I was like, I, I need to find some gloves. I was just feeling like that that balance between wanting to be fully helping and also wanting to be fully, fully present and uh, alive to what I was feeling too. Giving, being really honest to my own feelings that there was some fear there. You know, like I mean, it's some stranger technically, right? I, I've never seen him before in my life, and all of a sudden. You know, and I wasn't afraid for my 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 life in terms of like him hurting me, but I was afraid that what if, you know, just all the things. So anyway, those are the things that came up today. And I and I guess you know, when I left after my meeting was over, I went outside to see if he was there, and he wasn't there anymore. So I'm hoping that he was able to get some help. And uh, you know, that's that's what's really true for me. That's the back of my mask. The emotional. Yeah, actually, I'm emotional as well. And as you said, there are so many painful things that happen. So yeah. it's kind of difficult as well. Perhaps yeah. those kind of situations are going to make you feel very sad. And it's even worse when there is not a way to help. Yeah. yeah. Although there is always a way to help, but perhaps you don't have like resources or... Yeah. Yeah, or the situations kind of wars. Yeah, that happens. And I remember I if myself, like, <laughs> sorry, like no. walking sometimes by the streets and looking people who lie over the floor, like asking for money. And I actually used to give them, like, yeah. So it's it was real sad, and about like. Over here, people from Venezuela actually are coming, right? So it's kind of difficult because they don't have even where to sleep. They have mm. like children. Uh, well, it's, yeah. it's difficult to help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I think I think the in in the idea of being difficult to help, I think is the question. Sometimes I ask the question is I, I want to help everyone, right? And I know that I can't. And so I have to like sometimes decide who I'm gonna help. Who how much can I help right now? I mean, okay, I can only what I was able to do is I came in my office, I grabbed some socks, I grabbed a sweater that was in here, I gave it to him. He asked me for some more, like, you know, more help, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I can't right now. I got a meeting to go to, but, you know, I will come back. And I think it's like just being really honest with myself that, you know, I would have loved to spend more time and learn more about his story and ask more questions, but I didn't have the capacity in the moment, right? So I think just like even when we want to help, like can can we help while keeping in honor of our own integrity, right? And, 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 and making good decisions for our own well-being too, right? Because what if I help, what if you help everyone and then you're like now, you've given everything away and now you're like, wait, where do I go now? <laughs> we you know? are not able to help ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's so important. I think that's so important. 
you know, I guess you know this is this is how the podcast podcast goes. It's just two men having a conversation about the mask. Do you have people in your life? Now, maybe I just I, I, because I only know a couple of people from Peru, but I would ask you: d- Did you have a place growing up to talk about things like the mask? Did, even if you didn't talk about the word mask, but did you have a people in your life that you could talk about things behind? The image that you have to show did you have people like that yeah some friends they would say like i study in a kind of internship so there were people really close to me and well <laughs> some of them used to know like these kind of things about anxiety procrastination <laughs> and failure yeah and also my family as well. My family now, like not all my family, like my father, my mother. Yeah. Nice. You you get you you able to talk about these things with your father in your life? With my father, like sometimes, right? Not every single time, but in general terms, right? Because sometimes I believe that they that my father my father or my mother are not gonna are not gonna be able to understand like the things that I want to achieve because it's kind of difficult for them about well, because I like for example I like I would like to study in the United States of America, right? I would like to yeah. study abroad. But yeah. they don't know much about the process. They don't know about what that implies. They yeah. I have my dreams but they may know like in general terms what it is about, but they don't have, they don't know the details and all what I need. And well, it's kind of difficult and they wouldn't be able also to, to feel what I feel like, like being worried or those things. It's more about the situation. Uh, Yeah. They are not able to. Yeah. What about, what about just, um, outside of the technical stuff of like making and studying abroad um do you able to have is it common that young people are you only child no no i have brothers have my sister are you the youngest than me no 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 no. my brother is the youngest oh okay (laughs) just child the child okay how how old is he five Five. Okay. Yes. Child. Yes. Child. Child. Yeah. Well, yeah. you were talking. If I'm able to talk about, uh, well, apart from the technical technical stuff, well, yeah. basically not every single time. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what you're going to say if I say like. I don't know what I have to do. I feel that even my friends would be more able to understand what I feel. Because they are from my age. And as they are from my age, they may have like a better kind of perspective. Yeah. Like yeah. my my father and my mother, they are older. They have like different kind of points of view. So it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I... I Imagine, or I would ask, um, were there any other young people your age from Lala? I mean, from 
Peru in Lala this past year when you were there? Yeah, there were more people from Peru. More people from Peru. Did you all have like have were you able to have like deep conversations? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, basically, there is one of those days, like the final day, in which every single person starts talking about their lives and what how the best best sessions that Lal has. Mm. It's called and the that, final share. The final share. And the final share is to share about your life? Not exactly about your lives, oh. but about a situation. Mm. It could be an academical situation. It could be about a problem they want to solve or just mm. about themselves. So it's yeah. like there is room to share all their emotions. And actually, when they share those kind of stories, there are going to be more people who actually feel the same. And they connect mm -hmm. those stories, they connect all those points, and well, that it's that when the connection starts. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, this is this is really beautiful, and I think it's really powerful that to be able to have these kind of conversations. I guess maybe as we get ready to close, I just I would ask: um, Do you feel that in like what you have experienced, not only through Lala, but through the other leadership programs that that people want to have deeper connection with each other? Or do you feel just based on and based on where you are, based on you know, the people you meet in Peru, are people like OK with the way it is? They, they don't really want to like, you know, is it, is it something that people will be open to? If they if they learn about it, or is it people are like no, like you know you're willing, so maybe you're one, but and maybe the other Peru uh, participants, but like as a whole, like if you were to go back to your old high school or your old middle school and talk to them about these topics, would they be open to it, or do you think they'll be pretty closed off to it? I would say they would. As I have already told you, we are studying in a kind of, in, well, boarding school. So it's even more normal to know about what's happening in our lives between mm -hmm. every single person. So, yeah. But uh, as you said, it's about willingness. If you're willing to share like, what's happening in your life, everything yeah. is going to be fine. But if I have to remember about myself a couple of years ago, I wouldn't do that because I, I didn't feel prepared at the time. Well, listen, I am, you know, we, we, we just lost connection, but, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? And I think that where we ended on that conversation, uh, you, you were saying something and then it cut you off right in the middle. And I was like, and then I was like, no, he's not, he, he stopped. He's not there. He's not there. I thought you were thinking of what to say. Do you remember the last thing you were saying before you got cut off? Actually, no. But <laughs> the point was that now I feel more prepared to show my, myself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad and I'm glad that you've been a part of this podcast with us. And here's what I'm, here's what I'm hoping. I hope that as you continue to be on your journey towards the, finishing up this gap year. Is this the second gap year or this is yeah, my second, it, gap your year. second one? Okay. Well, that you will continue 
searching for the thing that is going to like be the thing you do as a social entrepreneur. I'm excited. And uh, please stay, keep reaching out um, to us and to me. And if I can support you in any way, uh, I would, I would, I'll do my best. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Shanti. It has been a pleasure to be with you over here and thanks for, thanks for all. Well, thank you. And thank you for being our, our, our first guest from Lala, being our first guest from Peru, being our first, I, I just appreciate you for just being willing. And I, and I, and I hope um, that we stay connected. I hope to make sure we connect again. Okay. Absolutely. I'm sorry for my English, by the way. Your English is actually very good. And I hope that you know, if no one tells you that, I'm telling you that. And uh, I, I hope my Spanish is, is good, as good as your English. So, uh, and, I, and I'm sure it's not because I, I, I speak like I'm on the streets um, <laughs> in Mexico City. <laughs> That's where I learned my Spanish outdoors. So, listen. We're going to keep practicing. And if you ever want to practice, we can practice that too. All right. Yeah, that's completely fine. Okay. Gustavo Heredia. Gustavo Luis Heredia. Vasquez. Vasquez. Okay. Luis Gustavo Heredia Vasquez. Yeah, that's completely fine. All right. It's been a pleasure having you on the Taking Out the Mass podcast. Thank you so much. I'm wishing you all the best with um, uh, what's the name of the program you're with? Emerge, Emerge uh, Peru. Enseña Peru. Enseña Peru. And teach Peru. Enseña Peru. And um, if anything we can do and ever forward here to support, uh, we look forward to that. Okay? Sure. Awesome. Thank you. Un placer. Un placer. Taking Off the Mess podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. As we hit this one-year anniversary, we hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.